Hey, what's going on, everybody? Happy Easter. Christ is risen. That is right. He is risen indeed. And we can say it now and say it proud. Alleluia. Alleluia. Amen. For show for show. Living large, loving life. And in charge. Father Pat, how you doing? Fantastic, man. I'm in octave joy. Uh, been running it back all week. Living on the mountain, man. Not not uh, planning on coming down anytime soon. There you go. There you go. But first, here's that intro. We're going to talk more about post-Easter. Well, it's still the Easter season. That's why we're here. Uh, here we go. We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. Why were you made? I was made to be happy. The way to be happy know truth and to love goodness. In other words, I am made for God. Pero quiero lío en la diosa. Quiero que se salga afuera. You are now listening to the Holy Ruckus Podcast. Hallelujah. 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 What's up? Hallelujah. Who's, <laughs> is that, is that, yeah. Who's, who does the, uh, you are now listening to the Holy Ruckus podcast. Is that M? Is that, is that <laughs> wifey? Wife. Yeah. That's, that's wifey. Let's go. I never knew she had, she got her stamp on there. Yes, she did. Yep. She, she signed her work. Put it, put herself on the mic. So it was good. So good. Ladies and gentlemen. Happy Easter season to you if you're watching, if you're listening. We're so excited to have you. Go ahead real quick, a little housekeeping stuff. You want to keep on rocking with the best, the Holy Buckets podcast. You need to do this. You need to subscribe on YouTube. Let's get our YouTube follows up and as well as share this if you like it and if you dig it. But also on all the platforms, you can listen, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the Spotify. That's right. Give us some clicks, people. A click costs you nothing. It that's not even the Patreon pitch. That's exactly. <laughs> we'll get there towards the end. But for now, oh my goodness. All right. Uh how are you feeling? One through five fingers. How are you, Father Pat? How has your Easter season been trucking along? What do you got? Uh I am awesome, one being like back in the tomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was definitely a one uh like come two o'clock uh on easter sunday itself after we had a we had a sunrise mass um so i was like my butt was dragging but um it was still i mean it was still hot it was still uh it was still a beautiful sunday um all told yeah i think i'm a i think I'm, in certain contexts i'm a five man i'm a five of like uh i've been having my creamer in my coffee again mm. you know there's joy in the morning um <laughs> there's like at least for the front half of this week like creation was giving us a big mother nature was giving us a big like shout out a big like resurrection like bump you know it was uh there was vitamin d galore in my life i was out there cruising you know um trying to turn the old cabeza into uh, a tomate <laughs> uh so yeah, man. Um, and then, you know, it, it, that th there are moments, there are moments where you, you definitely uh, ease off of ease off the pedal and you're like pumping the brakes of like, all right, this is 
too much sugar or too much partying or too much octave, you know, but uh, by and large, Christ is risen, man. It's a solemnity uh, week. It's It was a meet Friday. Do you, how weird did you feel meeting up on Friday? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, definitely good. I felt awesome. Um, I mean, the solemnities, you know, we cheated a little bit here, but um, – yeah, I felt I felt good, man. It was good. It is awkward. Like I think I'm gonna still reintroduce some fish and some. I bought like a bunch of mushrooms, like to not like so that I would not miss meat or whatever. Like that really did yeah. it for me. Like mushrooms, that texture and everything. I was like, huh. I'll just put mushrooms in my eggs. So I have a bunch of mushrooms I gotta do something with. So um, so that was good. So I'll still go maybe meatless on some days, but it won't be as uh, as frequent. Um, I've been catching up on sports and stuff. So, so that's been fun. Uh, right in time for, uh, so I was, and you would think I would have watched March Madness, the final game, uh, with Baylor winning. Uh, I would have got my bracket right. My first bracket had Baylor winning. I changed it to, um, Gonzaga and then I changed it again to Illinois. So I messed up, but uh, I don't know. Did you follow? Did you watch? I surprisingly, I just kept that part going. Like I was sports free wow. for so long. I did not jump back in. Um, I, also, I was like the, the bits and snippets I would get during Lent. I was like less enthused after Duke got bounced uh, um, or or basically, yeah. Uh, less the, enthused? I, th- I thought you'd be – so you're Mar- – well, you're Maryland just like I am. And I live – yeah. see. Um, so Duke is a hated rival, right? So they would be, except my parents were both Dukies. They were both blue devils. So we grew up on it. It was, it was a must have. It was, uh, not in my house under this roof. You root for the blue, uh, the Duke blue devils, you know? <laughs> um, so I got all this gear and, you know, uh, there, there's still my favorite coach K, you know, strong Catholic, definitely a favorite of mine. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, definitely didn't have the same kind of like investment after that. And I just figured, I figured wrongly that Gonzaga was going to steamroll. And apparently people, people are now calling the semifinal match between UCLA, the one that went the distance yeah, and the then TV. some, the overtime 93-90. Yeah, that, that's now like going down as one of the most exciting finishes to any NCAA tournament uh, game yeah, in, in probably it. the whole turn. I I did too. You I know, so I heard about it afterwards. Uh, yeah, I, I I missed it. So Kicking anyway, myself. let's let's do this. We do this for all our guests, Father Pat. We always do it overrated, underrated, but we never get a chance to do one ourselves. Just me and you. That's true. Not since not since a minute. Like maybe when when I first came aboard, but like honestly, we we just we we uh we take other uh, people's hot takes. And we never give our own hot takes. Let's let's annoy some people, Josh. Let's you and I. Let's let's give some spicy uh, some spicy hot takes that that will leave people like cringing and saying, "What? Why do I tune into this? Why do I support do these, this. these guys?" Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you need to know why you got to support us. Here we go. The Holy Buckets Podcast, overrated, underrated edition. Now, let's do it. So for three minutes here, we're gonna knock this out. Overrated, underrated, Father Pat. In this Easter season, Easter treats, and if so, what Easter treat? Ooh, the most underrated 
The most overrated Easter treat, without a doubt, is Peeps. Peeps are disgusting. They are. <laughs> the only thing Peeps are good for is like jousting in the uh, in the microwave. I think we I think we hit we hit on that maybe a uh, a year ago during pandemic Easter. But Peeps, man, I'm not I'm not about that Peeps life. Jelly Bellies, uh, Starburst je jelly beans, even those Brock's jelly beans. Jelly beans way underrated, but Peeps are overrated. There you go. And I would like to say peeps are also overrated. They're just, I, I mean, I want to put them in a microwave and watch them blow up. Um, underrated Easter tree has got to be just staying close to what you know, Old Faithful. That chocolate bunny never lets you down. True. I put it in the fridge Word. and it's ready for me waiting. Chilled. I like mine chilled. Right. And I just bite his ear off. And he, then yeah. <laughs> the he never okay. judges you. Mike Tyson it. All day. <laughs> Break me out of that bunny ear. Yeah, he'd be staring at you no matter what. Like, you know, when he's fully intact, when he's already got pieces missing. You know, he doesn't judge you. He's not throwing shade. He's not, he's not like, you know, angry. Yep. There you go. I'm not going to, I'm going to stop short of calling him a Vander. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, overrated, underrated. Um, other Pat, this is something. Uh, overrated, underrated. Easter vigils. Mm. I have to go underrated, I guess. Saturday uh, nights. I, I wish more people would experience this. It's at least a bucket list, you know, at the very least. Like once in your life, everybody, every Catholic has to experience what Easter vigil brings. And um, and I would say more than one because sometimes everything goes wrong. But um, no, underrated. My the, my. Uh, the exalted alone, I think, is is one of the most beautiful things that the church ever celebrates, ever prays. There you go. Yes. Okay. So, Father Pat, <laughs> this is a little tangent. Have you ever had to do the exalted? I have. I have. I did it several times as a lay person, and and then I did it this year. I I, uh, nice. I, I got to sing the exalted last uh, Saturday. Um, <laughs> newsflash i or um behind the scenes confession here i had agreed to do it at our liturgy planning and then forgot <laughs> i forgot <laughs> i forgot i was singing until like holy saturday night i'm out you know doing a late brunch with my family and i forget that i'm singing that night i was like oh i'm just liturgically flower potting no no i've got to do something i gotta sing the exalted so i'm like frantically listening to the exalted the whole way home on, on my Spotify and that's like and for people YouTube. that don't know. That's like what twelve minutes long. It's a long song. It's okay. easily yeah seven to so, ten minutes. So give him a little uh, bit. What, what is the exalted on Easter Vigil? What's that? It's the praise, the hymn that we praise, the Easter candle, the Paschal candle, which it represents the light of Christ. It's the symbol of the light and the darkness. Christ, you know, conquering the grave and uh, overcoming death itself, symbolized in this, you know this candle that's used to like bless the waters etc um so it's a big 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 deal and uh and it's not for chumps it's not for slumps you can't just come into it cold but fortunately it is a little bit like riding a bicycle because like as soon as i as soon as i started hearing it it settled in real quick because uh if you've learned it once you've learned it for life pretty much it it, it doesn't vary much um there are no new additions. <laughs> there you go. And that's a good thing. And that's a good thing. So I actually had to do it one year uh, nice. just because 
I'm pretty sure that DK wanted to do it, but it, it was kind of like, no, save us. Josh, you got to do it. <laughs> and, and sure enough, I mean, he gets pride of plays, I guess, I'm sure, as a DK. He could, you know, he should have done it. But I right. was chosen to do it. And um, I got really sick. Totally oh, no. And I had to do it on Easter Saturday. So your, like, voice is all raspy and I was breaking done. on you. I was done. And I made it happen somehow. I was listening to recordings, uh, frankly. True I'm, professional. You know, some people would say, like, yeah, yeah that was good. <laughs> Others that actually know music would be like, I totally lost the melody. <laughs> like, oh, I know. It was really easy in the beginning. In the first five minutes, I'm there. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I'm, right. But when whatever. you hold that, holding that line, like, it, for the most part, it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't move much. It's, it's all right, you know, in a row, repetitive. But yeah, if your like inner ear is off or like, you know, your head is like clogged, you know, like, dang, the cold is going to really jack you up, man. There you go. There you go. All right. How about this? Uh, now that we're getting ready towards the end of Easter here, or, I'm sorry, not the end of Easter, excuse me. Um, <laughs> Divine Mercy Sunday, and this comes out, we'll be ready for Divine Mercy Sunday tomorrow. Uh, overrated, underrated. Is that devotion overrated, underrated? Uh oh. Ooh. Uh oh. Ooh. I. Okay. So. Con oh, oh, oh. Uh oh. Con yeah. like, nope. That's that's the Lord trying to sh shut me down and, and not say anything. Um. Okay. So I will say, in a certain context, a very certain context, you know, people are going to chop this up and send this to the Vatican. Um, the Divine Mercy and Divine Mercy hype can be overrated Ooh, tell them only because it is technically a devotion and so every single devotion i would say this of the rosary people i would say this of every single devotion out there any devotion can be overrated if it takes if it eclipses or takes the place of like that's more important than the sacraments the eucharist you know um the baptism you know all the all the sacramental rites doesn't happen often, maybe happens by very few and seldom, but yes, it does happen. And, and in that case, oh, it's definitely overrated, but- uh, Okay, okay. I, I would, said it was gonna be spicy. It is spicy. I would say underrated. I'm gonna defer to my companion here. I'm gonna say underrated um, just because the, I'm in Novena now, so in terms of Easter, when it's done, we just did Exodus 90. Um, and we're gonna do that next. Um, but um, we we thought, okay, like we're done and we can celebrate, yay, yay, yay. But like, no, like I still wanted that structure of prayer. So the Divine Mercy Novena, which starts on Good Friday um, with the Passion of Our Lord, really helped me kind of stay in it, stay yes. in And then like, and so I'm still there. It orients me back to the real essential stuff. So Divine right. Mercy, I think, should be as any devotion point you back to the not to the non-negotiable the things that you definitely can't just drop which is For sure. the mass and the eucharist and right um what does it look like right it's not so abstract when you think about it, like oh the lord's right. mercy no but practically speaking it's in the the uh, sacrament of reconciliation get your butt there get yourself ready to receive that mercy not just in a fluffy way like yes he loves me yes he does yes. love you you yes. come as you are, but don't leave as you came. Come on exactly. back in and and be changed, man. And so Divine Mercy well has definitely helped me with that. So there's a little rant. So Divine Mercy. 
Well said. Money. I definitely, I definitely like to pray one every day, a chaplet every day if I can, and I'm in the novena with you. Although I was, I was sus, sus of day seven or whatever the day seven devotion about describing purgatory. I was like, I don't know about that. I don't know how much purgatory actually looks like that, but that's deep dive. That's deep dive All right, last one. Um, Exodus 90, we just finished it during Easter. Overrated, yes, underrated, Exodus 90. We just did it. What do you think? I take oh man, uh, this could this could catch me. Uh, this could catch me some some backlash as well. Parts of it are definitely overrated. Um, not as a whole. I'd say it's actually way underutilized, maybe as a tool of freedom. I think there are a lot of Catholic dudes out here who could really use uh, that that bump, that fraternal um spirit and uh help to get rid of some of this junk in their lives you know a lot of a lot of the uh kind of addictive sins that i hear time and time again in uh in the box right 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 but that being said it's not a pure cut it's not it's not a totality of like you know it's all under it some of it i was like eh, i was so cooled on i was so done with <laughs> um so like hot takes uh yeah, the, the most overrated part of Exodus 90 for me, probably by day 91, was um, the the meditations. Um, this is this is this is horrible. I'm gonna be. Uh, there's no way they're gonna sponsor us now. Boy, but uh, yeah, I guess just because like you know, I read um, Bishop Barron. I read. Uh, Brant Petrie, Dr. Tim Gallagher, yeah, Petrie. and uh, yeah, and 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 so like the meditations, they just weren't they weren't resonating on my frequency, you know. So I cooled off. I cooled off real hard. But uh, yeah. all in all, as a discipline, um, I, men men really need discipline. I think part of our being craves it, and we need that responsibility and accountability to respond to and and kind of like gauge what we're made of and who we are. And I, I think it's a well-designed program, a well-designed method in that yeah. regard. I admire the attempt. It is underrated in terms of, I, I love the fact that as men, we can come together and do something that engages us mind, body, and spirit. So it's underrated in, in that sense. Uh, in terms of its application, sure. in terms of the app, Oh, the app. Yes. No, but that's yeah. the application and the execution of it. <laughs> I feel like it, it could definitely be better. So it's very overrated there. Um, that app's yeah, not we worth were throwing, $10. We were, that we were throwing shade at that. Yeah, I know. It's not $10 a month. No, not for what you get. Fashion. We uh, were annoyed at it like day one because we were all trying to post gifts to each other and like memes and make each other like, you know, laugh and, uh, it was just an extra added step. It was a yeah. bridge too far of, of sure. engagement. Yeah, yeah, no. I, if I had to download my own gifts just to post it back to a small group of people, <laughs> there's a problem there. Um, uh, but also, so it was um, just the reflections. Like, I, I wonder where they were drawing from. I don't know if it was a team of people that came up with these reflections or it was just one guy. But you really yeah. felt kind of shackled to one point of view of, of the faith. And, and maybe that's everywhere. Like, you read Augustine's obviously yes. his point of view. But... In terms of the embarrassment of riches that the church has at its disposal to proclaim the gospel and different commentaries and things, yes. I feel like Exodus 90 was at a loss and just kind of 
same, yeah. the same cliche men talks that I would hear in yeah. the I think that's right. I, I, I definitely echo that sentiment because like it, you read the Magnificat reflections. It's a it's a shotgun, man. It's like Catholic with a little C, you know, yeah. just that universality of like different perspectives and um, different saints of God. And it's kind of beautiful. You you find people that you're like, oh, wow, I never heard of this, this, this cat before. But yeah, the, it just got a little bit like, you know, well, these are all kind of promoting the same the same idea. And um, I don't know. I don't want cookie cutter Catholics. Right, right, right. I, I, I'm I'm good with that. Uh, but you know what? The what the what really shined again was the community feel, and and that was the guys that we did it with. Shout out to them. And it's not like we were perfect ninety for ninety, but man, like it it hurt. It hurt. And 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 saying goodbye <laughs> to things that we didn't want to say goodbye to, and and introducing things we didn't want to be introduced to and be presented to, it really challenged us. So I definitely think everyone should try it at least once if you're really trying to pump up that faith life um try at least once uh even if you do like an exodus 40 type thing but um if exodus 90 is listening uh, <laughs> yeah the the money structure if i can get the hollow app for five dollars and that's just incredibly well produced i don't know why yours is 10 but anyway here we go <laughs> all right i would you. say i will i will put a, a button on it by by adding as my parting shot i would do it again I, I would, would do it again. I actually know? would do it. I would do it again. I would do it again. Um, so there you go. There you go. There's our little uh, promo for them. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll cut this up and send it right to E90 for them. <laughs> send them the good parts. Them. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for rocking with the best of the Holy Ruckus podcast. Um, commercial and World Youth Day in Rio. Uh, Pope Francis asked for the church to go out and to evangelize. Well, that's the Holy Ruckus. We're trying to do that. Awesome. Yes, folks, please prayerfully consider, and I mean that, prayerfully consider supporting the Holy Ruckus. Help us get out to more folks. Help us to evangelize uh, through our blogs, through our videos, and through our podcasts and the network of podcasts that we have um, that we work with, the one-to-one podcast, uh, this one, as well as all our work and that we put in. So there's a lot of volunteers that do this on the low, low to put this together. So thanks so much for them and everybody behind the scenes, but it's not possible without you guys who, um, who give and support us. Shout out to, to the many names. Here they go. Right. 
uh, to Dan, to Becca, to Nathan, new, uh, newly given in, uh, Jessa, like so many people that, that support the Holy Ruckus, to Therese. So thanks so much, those of you that, that have. And if I missed anybody, we'll put them up here on the, on the end here. But shout out to those that are that believe in the mission of the Holy Ruckus to make a ruckus in the church, but a holy one at that. And so thanks so much. Awesome. God bless you. All right, Father Pat, what now? What do we do? We're getting ready for Pentecost, are we? Or are we like celebrating the resurrection? What should we be doing here going forward? I'll I'll probably be figuring this out better myself as as uh, the dust settles off of the like, you know, the high highs of um, you know, high high church, uh high masses, you know just lots and lots of um, all the bells and smells, you know, this week, but it's not bad timing in that, like the best part about Easter tide is we walk through acts, you know, and we're, we're like heavily uh, blessed with like very apostolic readings from scripture. And that's the moment that we're here that we're in, right. We're, we're here in, in our church anyway, kind of figuring things out how to uh, just let the maintenance mode mentality um, go in the grave and never come out <laughs> like that dies. And we're in this apostolic moment. So all that to say, I think now is like the best time of year, maybe than any other season, any other liturgical mindset to figure out like, well, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with my joy? to evangelize like it just so happens that this is what i've been preaching on all week but <laughs> um yeah yeah it's it's like it's about going uh, the next place and the next the next person who needs to hear the good news the ground is really really fertile these days for planting and we definitely just got a bunch of new members in the church shout out to all the confirmandi all the catechumens that are now fully initiated in the Catholic church is right. the place to be, but sometimes it doesn't feel like the place to be. <laughs> um, no, no. And, and so how do you deal with that? Like what if for, for many, uh, I almost said coach father, it just doesn't feel like a joyful season. Um, I know for, for some, I mean, and I'm going to sit with my thoughts and sit more in prayer here, but you know, recent events that keep happening in the church where folks feel, uh, hurt by the church inst uh, institutionally on earth, right? By people in the church, but also um, people are like, what is he talking about? Um, so recently yeah. I'm a Franciscan University grad and mm. um, and one of the friars there during my time there oh, no. um, was, uh, was I guess, uh, charged, indicted, and, and incredibly and accused. Up to, yeah. yep, incredibly accused of, of, of rape and like manipulation and sexual harassment, all these things. And so... Yeah, and it was awful, and it was—it's so awful. Like, what do you say? Here Sorry, we are dude. celebrating the resurrection of our Lord, yeah. and then this Darkness. comes in and 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 hits you again. And so, what do you say to those? I mean, to folks that maybe it's not so joyful in in this oh, season. Oh, for sure. I, I could I use it too. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Like, how do I'm I'm gonna celebrate a funeral on Tuesday? You know, like it can't all be like you know, uh, upper uppers. Um. What wins your eyes? What wins your heart? You know, um, this is something we I, I work very hard on myself in prayer and uh, with others in spiritual direction. Like what deserves your attention? Um, this is we try and be very careful to not like 
come across like I'm, I'm suggesting, um, yeah, don't, don't think about that stuff or don't look at that stuff or mm. don't acknowledge that it exists. Cause like sweeping things under the rug, putting things in a closet, um, you know, just putting the blinders on and, or, you know, the fingers in your ears, I'm not listening. I'm not listening. It doesn't work. Right. It doesn't, it's not, necess- it doesn't necessarily bring the, the relief of like, cause you still know it's there and it, it's got to come out sometime and we have to acknowledge it. But, um, there's a way of processing our uh, gross, <laughs> our gross stuff that like gets dumped on our laps. And sometimes it's like, really, really, again, we're, we're running this back again. We've got to deal with this script again. Like how long, oh Lord, how many times? And, you know, I think I've prayed on this podcast before. Lord, today, very Louisiana pray, prayer, Lord, today, just come back. Um, Let's go. Let's, yeah. you know, let's get rid of this stuff. But like what wins our eyes? This is like classic marketing 101, right? It's like they're competing for our attention. Mm-hmm. They're competing for our eyes. And the devil's no different. He's a master marketer. He's a master in advertising. So like he puts stuff in our lives to try and just win our gaze. That's that's really his his playbook, you know, or his bread and butter of like he doesn't have to try very hard. He doesn't have to get you to like hate and curse God. He just has to get us to like, just pay less God, less attention, you know, mm. and look at and try and stare at death and, and look at the dead thing. And, and I'm not talking about the cross because there's beauty in the cross. There's victory in the cross, but like staring at the roadkill on the side of the road, you know, like look at that roadkill. Like it's disgusting. It's gross. It's decaying. It's mangled and twisted and, and awful. Yeah. But if we have an option, and there is always an option of looking at the more hopeful thing, you know, like why am I stuck on a, when I have option B, C three, you know, D, you know, I could be looking at the divine mercy. I could be looking at that image um, of his heart, you know, pouring out in abundance. Um, I could be looking at something more beautiful. Like that's what, that's my, that's my take on that of, of like advice to us on how to like navigate the gross the gross and the depressing of the world. Cause it's always going to be there. We acknowledge it. Okay. I see it. It's there. It exists. But what am I going to actually let win and overcome my eyes and give my attention to, I don't want to spend time doing, you know, looking at this depressing thing. I'm going to, but you know, like, I don't want to actually do it. What, what deserves it more? My beautiful children, you know, my godchildren, or, um, you know, your, 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 your wife, your, uh, your family, you know, just good old sacred art, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And I, and I would say that if you are going to look at like, and some people might say like, well, Father Pat, you just said like to look at the more hopeful because there's always a choice. Like, yeah, you don't choose the fact that you're, you're stuck in the mud and you're, and you're screwed. Like if you're dealing with something, right. Heavy duty, right. You might still be there after the resurrection or during the resurrection. Like it might still feel like, you know, Good Friday when you're supposed to be Easter Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like it's still right. gonna be there. So it's not the okay, white knuckle it till till he comes back again, second coming, but it's finding the redemption, the redemptive part in the suffering of Christ on the cross. That's why I love having crucifix in the room because that's like reminders like, look, he he was not exempt from that suffering. And so maybe I need to find my that that place for me. And so in my suffering, identify not with the roadkill, but with the hope of Christ on the cross uh, for this moment. And so right now, if you, if you feel like you can't celebrate that resurrected Jesus right now, know that that's a reality that it's there, that it happened, 
right. but also that it, it came with a cost. And so, um, and really enter into that and, and offer it up. And, and, and it doesn't stop the, the praying and the interceding and the petitioning to our Lord doesn't stop. And so, uh, to bring right. it to him, if you're bringing that anger, okay, bring that anger, but orient it to the proper place. There's no point in bringing the anger to the roadkill, bring it to the cross and let Amen. it be purified Let it be, um, you know, sanitized by the Lord. When we feel the heavy, we have to like, you know, uh, <laughs> get comfortable and well-versed in like the conundrum, like the seeming contradiction of praying something like Psalm 118. You know, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it back to back with like, you know, um, I don't know, uh, Psalm 51, you know, in sorrow and contrition, you know, or something, something sad, you know, um, something, something heavy, you know, out of the depths, my soul, you know, cries to you, Lord, hear my voice, uh, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? We're we're in a weird place as as Christians and Catholics. We're like we put those things side by side, <laughs> you know. Those Psalms, even though the the order might be, you know, but, but you follow. Like, yeah, those sentiments can be both ends of like, yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling the joy. I'm not experiencing like you know it, but I know it's there. Like, and and that's what wins my eyes at the end of the day. If I'm feeling if I'm feeling the heavy, Christ knows all about the heavy he carried the heavy <laughs> he is the heavy <laughs> you know like you he's, yeah like that's that's what we were doing all those times you know with the stations of the cross beautiful beautiful all right man and then i cannot mess up here that's what you should do during the easter also right like yes celebrate rejoice but also uh keep looking to the cross if you're still there uh i'm still there so that's what yeah. I'm trying to do. So thanks so much, Father Pat. Uh, I noticed we didn't do the overrated, underrated for this, but I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say. Overrated, underrated, uh, baseball season, opening day. You're a natty. What do you got? I am. I got my natitude going. Um, opening <laughs> day, specifically this year's opening day, was super overrated because we we didn't get to play. We, we were coming in so cold. <laughs> Uh, they had those like ended up losing nine guys, nine COVID positives. And, you know, first game was was game four for the Atlanta Braves. And, um, you know, game one went well, game game two, three, four. <laughs> and yeah, the, the, it's it hasn't been a great start to the season. But what's the I, record? We're, I think we're one and four. We lost, hey! two, we lost a one and oh to uh, um to, to the Dodgers. Yeah, what, is, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It. First game, great walk-off. Very, very happy. But opening day was definitely overrated for us because we didn't play. We, we weren't out there. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been rocking with the best the home team Ruckus podcast. Maybe you're not a baseball fan. Maybe you are. But you need to be a fan of the Rockets, the Holy Rockets. Let's do it, man. Let's, let's make it Catholicism live and loud again here. Celebrate the resurrection. You know what to do. Go ahead and become a Patreon member. Support us if you can. If you got some ducats, go ahead and throw us a little $3 a month and let us know that what we do matters. No, it's good. It still matters anyway. But Father Pat, anything else? Yeah, my I'm going to use my sign-off to um, kind of throw it back and run it back to, to call out. Once again, my boy doesn't know I'm going to do this. Um, I just can't say enough about the Crisis Passing By project. If you haven't, if you haven't checked it out, even though it's Easter, 
um, go back there sometime in Easter tide. You've got 50 days to Pentecost to enjoy it. Um, I really do think that uh, the, the Moldies has killed it. Josh M, fantastic production work. And all of our artists, um, all 12 of them, right? You know, they, they, they pitched in 14, excuse me, 14 um, came, came through big time. If you haven't gone, gone through that experience, uh, go back. It's worth it's worth the listen. It's worth the checkout. Price is passing by. There you go. The Seasons of the Cross Project. Definitely check it out. All right. Father Pat, thank you once again. Signing off. You know what to do. Hit that subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Peace.